Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. All right, all right, all right. Today is uh, January uh, 20. Uh, it's a Tuesday. We've uh, shifted this in the next two sessions after this uh, of, of what women want from Rob, but can't tell them, until <laughs> um, Tuesdays at uh, 10 a.m. And so, um, you know, we're about to get started. And um, uh, so say hi, Rob. Hello. <laughs> you got to laugh at yourself when you hear this later. <laughs> okay, so um, uh, I did read your email, your you know assignment, uh, uh, but uh, I'd like to hear, um, you know, what you got out of last week, and um, you know, basically the assignment. So um, take it away, my brother. Okay, so for the assignment, um, it's interesting because I, you know, I I was kind of you know I've had this conversation for years. To say, I have the qualities women want. In fact, I was using it as justifying. See, women are just as shallow as men. They say they want somebody who's going to treat them right and have all these things. But really what they're looking for is, is, is the, the beautiful-looking people. And if they get these other qualities, great. Otherwise, they think they'll be able to change the guy to produce them. They don't, and they get frustrated. You know, I, This is a conversation I've had for years. Right. Um, but how do we actually engage in this inquiry and actually look at what are those Based on the work that we have been doing the last couple of sessions, mm-hmm. what are those values? Um, it was a really interesting inquiry. It really forced me to, to get beyond the surface. It's like, okay, what is it that, uh, based on the kind of things that you've gone over that women are looking for in a guy, what is it that I have to offer? What is it that's there? What really is, you know, my gold, for instance? Uh, yeah. You know, so we say in this work, look for the gold. So what what is my gold that would you know provide that for someone? Yeah, I got you. So, what do you think? Um, well, I think I I have quite a bit of value. I listed it there. Um, I think there's a lot that I have to offer. I think as as I said in in my email, I think there's still a lot that I need to work on. Things that you have pointed out that more important that I'm not really strong in and um, you know therefore there's work to, to go to master it and, and be a representation of it um, you know for I have the confidence to be able to say yes I have this to offer rather than well if I really really bear down and concentrate I do but it's not a natural expression and we want to get to the level of where you know, it's, it's, it's an act, so I don't have to be thinking about me, but can be thinking about the other person, um, because, so it would be a natural expression. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, so, um, let's see here. Something I was going to say. I'm looking, I'm actually looking for your email. Now, I didn't have it before me, uh, uh, before now. I'm in the conference room and can't look it up myself. 
Uh, so I'll find it in a couple of seconds. It's, it's fine. Um, looking for it now, and yeah, I'll find it. So it ain't far. Uh, oh, you're a capable person. Thank you. I, I I like to think that I am. You know. <laughs> you funny. Okay. As Yoda would say, there is no think. You are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 it's the Lamite version of Yoda. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny, uh, <laughs> you know, it's funny, it, it, it applies perfectly to what we're doing here. Um, I was sharing with somebody, uh, must have been Sunday, um, Saturday. I was sharing with somebody Saturday, uh, there was a scene, I couldn't believe, uh, you know Luther Garrison, right? Yeah, that's there you. Is. Yeah, I know Luther very well, yes. Yeah, yeah, because he was, you know, he was an I.L. when we were in the I.L.P. Yeah, he was also recently in the TMLP. Yeah, he's currently in and out, right. Oh, he's in and out. I couldn't remember. I can't remember what quarter people are in. I couldn't remember if he com- recently completed or not. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, he's in uh, quarter two. He's quarter, he's, he's quarter two, and okay. he's a team one expansion accountable. God bless him. Oh, God. There's a, there's a guy who will really bring a breakthrough to that area. Holy crap. Oh, man. No kidding. Yeah. Anyhow, he's... um. How do I say he is uh uh <laughs> um he never saw Star Wars, any of the Star Wars. I was shocked. You're kidding. Exactly. I'm amazed at that. That's like that's like not having seen Godfather. Right, exactly. It's like, what are you talking about? You 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 never saw it. So uh so anyhow, I was sharing with him about how um uh Yoda was trying to show uh, Luke, how to get the, uh, how to use his mental telepathy to get the ship out of the water. You mm-hmm. remember that? And and he couldn't do it. And so finally, you know, Yoda like pushed him out of the way, and then he mentally lifted the boat out, the, the, the ship out of the water, and he left. And you know, and, uh, Luke's like, my God, I can't believe it. And then Yoda looked at him and said, and that is why you failed. <laughs> <laughs> right. I so. Can't. That's appropriate in this situation for you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're over there trying to figure this out and can't believe it and, you know, think you need to be hot and all this other stuff, and, and that is why you fail. So I just want to put that in there, you know? <laughs> so I've had my Yoda moment. Okay, I like it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. What you don't know is that because there's 7 billion people on the planet and the creator created you to be you, There's a there are women there lying on their bed crying into their pillow wishing for a guy exactly like you. I just got to find that woman. <laughs> well, it will help if you actually believe it. So <laughs> that will, you know, make a difference. So anyhow, uh, I pulled up your email, and I see what you wrote as your value to women, which is good. Um, I am a good listener. I put the other person first. I am kind. I do not give orders or demands, but seek compromises and agreements. I support what the woman wants to do and will help her if needed. I would not stand in the way of any goal or dream or intention except maybe mass murder. <laughs> Very you know, I do Like you had last week that you're, you're, you're very certain of, of what you're, you're, you're – 
your 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 opinions are about sex and you don't you you don't cross boundaries. I have a certain boundaries of what I will support and not support people in being. You know, it's like <laughs> Uh, thank you for clarifying that for me. <laughs> You're not supporting the mass murder. I got that, you know. Yeah. No way in the world I don't give a crap how good the hand is. I got that. <laughs> stupid, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, I have firm opinions about things, but willing to discuss and consider anything. Uh, willing to try new things in the name of fun. Willing to improve, change, alter behavior or habits willing and able to include the woman in my life, activities and interests, and willing to try her activities and interests. I would say that last one is very, very important. You know, um, I've, I've constantly making adjustments to my progress, and, I'm, and the last adjustment I made to um, uh, what I have for qualifying women, that's a big issue, like, you know, being able to fit into a man's life and having a man fit into yours, into hers, you know. And so that particular one is, is huge. Some of the other stuff is kind of okay. You know, being a good listener is full great. Putting the other person first is great. Being kind, you know, it's nice. Um, you know, some of this stuff is like stuff that could be um, applied to any relationship as opposed to the relationship of your dreams with the partner of your dreams, which is what we talk about here. Right, Okay. So that's fine. We, you know, we're going to, um, uh, how can I say, we're definitely going to, you know, upgrade uh, this uh, shortly. Like, you know, uh, before by the end of this program, you will be have the experience of, oh, damn. Uh, you know, <laughs> we have a hard time trying to figure out women because we use our metrics our understandings, our desires, um, and we use we see life through those um, for them. Like so, we want somebody that's pretty, you know, the things that we want. We expect that they want from us, and women do the same thing. They they have their metrics about sensitivity and communication and, and relatedness, and you know that's not necessarily our biggest thing. So they get pissed off or annoyed or confused when we don't respond to their feminine you know, uh, uh, context, mm-hmm. uh, and, and vice versa. We get thrown off too. So, uh, but that's okay. Um, you know, not for much longer. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> not for much longer, not for you. Anyhow. So, um, now what I'm going to do is I'm going to go into parts three and four of the five things, um, that, um, uh, that make up, um, the type of man women want. Okay. So, um, you know, we're going to go through the list shortly, but I want to just let you know that uh, it starts out with, you know, who he is as a way of being and then how he thinks. Mm-hmm. And now what we're going to do is talk about the tools he has and how he operates. And I might actually be able to get through the last piece, which is why he gets laid. And the reason why that's so important, and I just I can't stress it enough. Well, it's kind of important yet. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're not getting laid, you're not in a real romantic relationship. You just you're you're unless you're both in a religion where sex is not allowed before marriage, you're just really not in a romantic relationship. You can't really count. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So otherwise you're just a really nice guy and you're probably her spy, so she could pick your brain to figure out how to figure out the guy she really wants to get the bullies to, you know what I mean? So which I'm I'm a practice guy, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're her spy. You know, you're you're her uh, her um, 
Uh, you're like Huggy Bear and Starsky and Hutch, man. You're a snitch, you know. You always wore such interesting clothes. Say it again. Everybody on, on, on that show did. So. <laughs> say, say it again. I said everybody on that show did. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny, yeah. All right, so uh, we're going to talk about what tools he has. Okay. Um, I'm going to read the list, and then I'm going to go through it again like the last time. So the tools he has is humor, money, privacy, and a healthy body. Excellent grooming creates awesome memories, knows how to look his best, is stylish but uniquely himself, a place women want to keep coming back to, and a talent, skill, or knowledge base that's fascinating to women. So I'll start from the top. So uh, women love a funny guy. One, because they love to laugh. Two, because it takes some kind of boldness and some real, you know, straightness in order to be funny. But uh, three, um, as far as they're concerned, a funny guy has some control over his anger and his temper. So it makes them feel safe and secure. But also, when they're laughing, they can't think of nothing else but what they're laughing about. So it's almost like a relief. So when a woman is sitting around her house, she's walking through life, everything is calling her attention. You know, the, the, the environment is telling her where to walk and what to do. She comes into her house, you know, at night, and, you know, if her husband or boyfriend is sitting watching TV, but the house is a mess, she sees every single thing that's out of place all at the same time. They have what is known as diffuse awareness. Okay. And, and so... She doesn't understand how he can just sit there watching TV, even though he's got a fucking bag of uh, uh, empty bag of bread sitting next to his foot, and you know uh, uh, um, the kids' uh, toys right in front of the TV. Can't, can't, she can't understand it because it's like it's the room is telling her she needs to do stuff, and she sucks for not having it done already. This is mm-hmm. a concept. This is a concept that I learned from Alison Armstrong called the Ideal Woman. It's this voice in a woman's head that compares her to some ideal, which women take as if it's the truth, and then drive themselves crazy with it, and then drive us crazy because of that, right? So she's over there like, if I was better, if I was thinner, if I was smarter, if I was skinnier, if I was this or all that, I'd be doing better. You know, whereas human males, we compare ourselves to other human males. So, you know, great basketball players, or guys who want to be great basketball players, we don't say we were the best players in the world. We say we were better than Michael Jordan. Right. Like there's a there's a there's a measure that we could measure our stuff against. Women don't have it and don't know that they don't have it, so they're driving themselves crazy. So when a guy can make a woman laugh, he takes that away from her. All of that for those moments, she is free of everything but laughter, and laughter feels great. And since women are into feeling great, feeling good, feelings. Making a woman laugh is like freeing her from the planet for as long as she's laughing. They also find it sexy because when they're not worried, that's usually when the sex turns on. And then, you know, a funny guy is considered smart a lot of the time because you got to be smart enough to make me funny. Mm-hmm. Right? And so there's like a thousand different reasons why being humorous 
And you don't got to be a joke teller. You just got to make her laugh a lot. Right. Particularly in the beginning, you know. So, um, you know, you making her laugh makes her stop worrying. You making her laugh makes her forget her environment. You making her laugh, you know, like you turn her into the the end result of Cindy Lauper's song, Girls Just Want to Have Fun. (laughs) (laughs) You know, humor is... Humor is not, is not necessarily in the outrageous outfit, but yes, I got what you're saying. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, listen, you make her laugh enough, she'll be dropping by with you with uh, with outrageous outfits on. You, you can't really tell, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, Eddie Murphy and, and you know uh, uh, Bill Cosby, God bless his soul. Um, <laughs> uh, 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 Red Fox. Red Fox was a crummy-looking guy, man, but he had women all over the place because he was making them laugh. He could make them laugh, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, the, the, the comedians, they're, they're as popular as the singers for, for almost the same reason, but not really. You know, because where a guy would be making a woman laugh and, and having her be emotionally free for the time she's laughing, a singer would... Um, be addressing her need for attention and engaging her imagination. And you want women thinking what they want to think more than you want them thinking what you want to think. Uh, don't get me wrong. You want them thinking what you want them to think, but if they're doing a good job, they're doing all the work. <laughs> if you're doing a good job, they're doing all the work, I should say. So um, humor humor is one of those things. You, you, you got to be funny. You got to make a woman laugh a lot. Like, not like, you know, she never stops laughing. But if you can make a laugh like every day or almost every day, or on the days you make a laugh, you're gonna laugh for like a half hour straight or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want you want her laughing because laughing, a, a, a woman who thinks you're funny and is laughing, her panties have a tendency to fall off. They just lose control and they just fall off. The next thing you know, she's wiping herself off, going away to the bathroom because of what you did to her. You know, so you want to look humor. That's huge. That's one of your tools. You know, you can consider it a way of being, but really consider it a tool. Next. Okay. Next, money. So um, I resisted bringing money to relationships and to, to sex and all that stuff for many, many years because my first real dive into uh, relationships, my first real, uh, my first attempt at being dating somebody, number one, and then my first marriage, number two, man, money, I wanted to shoot every woman around it. I would go to a club. And if a woman asked for a second drink before we started dancing or she gave me a phone number, I left her right at that damn bar. Because <laughs> I'm like, yo, you must just want me for the money. Who do you think I am? At the time, I did not know about, you know, the five love languages, you know, gifts being one of them. So, mm-hmm. and, but it's okay because I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't want to be around somebody whose first love language is gifts anyhow because mine is communication and second is touch, meaning sex. So, you know, if that ain't a big deal for her, you're talking to the wrong guy. But what I realized is that you need to have money for resources to be able to do things. Yeah. Um, you know, not like you want to show off and, and buy her, but you want to be able to make sure that things are handled because you've got enough money to handle stuff. They consider you uh, capable, strong, and uh, 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 successful because you have money, not necessarily because... Um, you know, they can get you to buy stuff and, and, and punk you, you know. Right. 
though. You just need to be able to take care of yourself and provide for her whatever, you know, you want to for whatever reasons you want to outside of feeling obligated or being manipulative of So, you, you know, you got to have yours. So, um, yeah, so that's, that's, that's money. You got to have some, but you don't, don't think a lot, but you got to have some, enough, you know. And, and you're in that situation, but I'm just saying that you want to know how to use money to its best effect, which is, you know, to take her worries away and to impress her, you know, meaning engaging her, her uh, intellect, her imagination, you know, a sense of mystery and uh, safety and providing safety and security where she ain't got to worry about nothing. Right. So, okay. you know, beyond that, I mean, it's basic, but I can't leave it out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next, privacy. Um, you know, it's funny. When I was picking up women in clubs and, you know, meeting them around, I would do my best to get them alone so it's just me and her. I don't want the environment paying attention, but more than that, when I would get a woman alone, I create privacy. She would become way more brave and out and outrageous and outlandish and, and like that. They would just they would what they was really feeling. You get them alone, they would actually do. You know, there's been a number of examples I could describe. Um, you know, I went on a date with somebody in Jersey City a few years ago. And, uh, you know, I told this person, you know, <laughs> by the end of this date, we're going to be making out. And she's like, oh, yeah, you, you, you know, you pretty, seem pretty cocky there. And we weren't making out. Matter of fact, when I was making out, she was handling my unit for, for about 40 minutes or, uh, in the street about 2 in the morning, man. Because, <laughs> you know, I got I got along. We got we found a corner, uh, a, a corner side of a building in privacy. Kind of street privacy, but still, you know, was alone. And uh, you know, we made out for forty minutes, man. You know, it was, it's amazing when you can get a woman alone and let her, you know, boost her own self up. She will um, come out of her uh, cave, and uh, and you know, you have been captured. <laughs> you, know? right. you you become the prey, but you, you want to create privacy as much as possible. So if you go into a, uh, a restaurant, you know, you, you want to just either just keep looking her in the eye and not look around or put her in a corner. You know, if you go into a movie theater, you know, you, you not, may not want to sit in the middle of the movie theater. Maybe you sit on the side or in the back or something. But it, and the movie theater is not so important because it's dark. You by yourself. It is a sense of privacy. It's just that the movie is dominating the attention. But, um, you know, if you can drive rather than take mass transit, you should do that. Um, if you're um, at a club, find a corner or take her outside or take her home. But whatever you can do to provide privacy and then be looking at her, uh, you know, with your attention, giving her mm-hmm. your attention, she will, one, be honored. Because women, men, when men are atten- uh, excuse me, when men's attention are on women, Women have a tendency to feel overwhelmed and even taken by the guy that they're with, even though he's not taking her. Women love to be taken when they're attracted to a guy. Like, oh my God, I couldn't help it. It's like it's like it's almost like a two year old being picked up by dad. No, excuse me. It's exactly like a two year old being picked up by dad. As a matter of fact, if you picked up your woman once in a while, you would have a heart jump into her stomach. And she'd be like, <laughs> and, you know, a few minutes later, if you know how to make the moves, you'll be kissing, making out, and doing her. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That, that, that picking her up off her feet, 
And hitting her with, you know, bold romance is basically the same thing, has the same physical effect on her. It, it takes her breath away. It, it uh, startles her heart and her um, stomach and her, um, I forget this, the, the, the place in between is the stomach and the heart. Um, uh, uh, I forget what it is, but anyway, it'll come back to me. It shakes up her, her, her internal organs. And it spreads out like a ra- uh, like a uh, radar like radiation uh, in all directions, and she is like on fire. So, um, yeah, you want to get privacy and corner her with your attention, uh, with the intention of having her be so moved by it that she ends up, you know, being so aggressive. You might want to call sexual harassment on her ass instead. You know, uh, so but that's what's possible with privacy. So. Uh, any questions to this point? No. All right, what are you getting out of this? Uh, well, I, I, I guess how I'd say it is, like, pointers are things to keep in the back of my mind that, that you know, I may not have thought of. I mean, the, 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 this thing of the, how important it is to, to, to pick her up and, and uh, to to find opportunities even when you're out in public to kind of like get a little private moment or something. It's not something I ever thought of. Yeah. Good. Because it works. It adds, not, you know, just spending time with her, being devoted to her, showing that she was important was sufficient. But these little touches, you know, those are things never really thought of. I got like more. The devil's, the devil's in the details, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Otherwise, you're just, you know, a guy. Right, I got that. So, all right, good. Next, healthy, all healthy body. So that does oh, not mean. Now I got to work on that. <laughs> hold on a second. That does not mean you need to have a flat stomach because there's lots of fat guys that are like, you know, the woman is all over them, but they're healthy, meaning their 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 body works. Okay, got it. All right. right? So their body is functional. Uh, they've got energy. They can lift stuff up. They can move around pretty decent. They, the woman looks at him and thinks that he can protect her in most cases like that. Not not fit, muscular. That's extra. That's like, oh, my God. You know, just, just that's extra. But, no, you, no, you know, you don't want to be limping, you know, having, you know, a cast. I mean, yeah, you break your arm, you can't help it, right? But mm-hmm. you, you want to be physically capable of accomplishing things. And it's not just so much how you look, because there's some women that are chubby chasers too, you know. Um, I don't know if you ever heard that term before. Have you? No, I haven't. Okay, good. Usually, chubby chasers are just are are um, uh, men who chase chubby women, but it goes both ways. So you don't really have to worry about the look so much. Uh, you know, you want somebody who wants you. And for women, looks are secondary, believe it or not. That's one thing that men don't really get. They don't know whether they look good or not, but they think they got to look good. And, yeah, women women like a good-looking guy, but they want a man with character first. Right. They'll take, a, they'll take an average-looking guy with character over a handsome guy who's going to be a player any day of the week. <laughs> you know, or a handsome guy who's not smart. They don't even know what to do with that guy. So, um, yeah, just a healthy body, not a fit body. And fit is, you know, way better. You know, fit will make them give you a pussy before they even realize that if they even know you and know your name or not. Mm-hmm. 
you know. So uh, anyhow, so that, and then excellent grooming. Since women are all about grooming, they want to see your fingernails working and your shoes are shined and, you know, you got your hair's trimmed. and So they want to see excellent grooming. You know, some women may not pay attention to that, but most women do because that's what's important to them. Like, they try to out-groom each other, and so they look to see if you're the kind of guy that will do that because if you're somebody that's willing to do a good job of grooming yourself, then that means you know how to take care of yourself in their mind. It may not be true, but that's the assumption they'll put to it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, having your clothes, you know, in good shape, uh, basic grooming, you know, they like a guy that smells good, but it's not critical. But the better you, uh, you, you are at, at grooming, uh, the more likely they will be like, oh, my God, oh, my goodness. So, um, um you know, and it won't, it's sort of like going on a, in an interview with a suit. The suit won't get you the job, but the suit can uh, uh, keep you from attention. Yeah, and it, it, it can keep you from getting the job because, um, you know, you're, uh, you're, you're closing out a match for what's going on. So Right. All right, so next um, is creating awesome memories. So, um, uh, you you want to you know take photos if you get a chance not like you want to go bananas and post everything on Facebook but you want to create you know you want to do stuff that's memorable so that you can go back to say hey remember when we ha, 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 ha? Mm-hmm. so um, you know creating memory might be you know let's go to you know the, to the Christmas trees uh, uh, ceremony at Rockefeller Center you know uh, or um, you know, you might find some famous place to go or do something crazy in a, in a particular place or, you know, things of that nature. Um, usually, boldness will work. So, for example, I went on a date. Um, I got free tickets to uh, go see uh, an oldies concert in the in, uh, in, um, uh, Meadowlands. And I'm in there. And uh, we listened to the Jay and the Americans and Little Anthony and the Imperials, man. It was rocking, bro. It was amazing, right? And uh, my girl that I went with, um, we were sitting up in, in, you know, toward the top of the place. So, you know, the guys looked little on the stage, but it didn't matter because we could hear them, right? And um, uh, she was positioned, so she kept pulling her titty out so I could play with her nipple while we were sitting up there. <laughs> Dude. Come on, that's a memory, you know. What I'm yeah, we always, always, always have that memory, you know. So like, yeah, I don't even know what happened that made her want to do that, but I was glad, you know. So, um, uh, you know, creating awesome memories, you know, like you need to be maybe somebody who will allow her to create awesome memories. But you want to have memories. Like I remember the time when, like I said, I was, I was, you know, the woman cornered me in, in Jersey City and playing my unit in public for four for forty minutes. It granted, it was like two in the morning, so there's nobody out there. But you know, it was still, it was privacy. It was a memorable moment. Neither one of us can forget it. You know, like that, right? Great. So you want to you want to create awesome memories and, and look to look for opportunities to create something that you'll always remember. So that's another you know little tidbit there. And then um, next is knows how to look his best. So basically, you know what you look like. And, and um, you know, some of these things will actually turn you into a movie star 
in your, the in the presence of your woman if you know how to pull these off because she'll be thinking of you. She won't use the term star, but her relationship to you will be as as if you was a star. Like, oh my God, I got to be around this guy. Yeah. Okay. You know. And by the way, um, you know, I, I still want you to create your own persona. Um, you know, around this, like you you got to have a particular type of swag, whether it's you know low key swag or you know. Um, um, I'm just, you know, just got out of jail. Fuck this! I'm taking everybody's swag or whatever swag you want. You gotta have some, bro. Because women want a man that they that other women want. I'll talk about that in, in another session. I won't get to it this session, but uh, I will be talking about that. Um, yeah. So bottom line is, you just got to get a sense of like what works best for you in terms of looks, and you know, you you're. You, your looks don't stand out in terms of your dress and appearance, but there's nothing wrong with it either. So, I mean, you, you want to stay like that, that's fine. That, that, that's fine. But you just want to know that when you're going out, um, you know, if you're dressing your best, you want to look like somebody that's like, oh, my God, when they look at you, you know. So mm-hmm. uh, I just rediscovered bow ties. So I know I'll be adding bow ties to my wardrobe when I, you know, hit the hit the big market, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, you do want to know, you know, what's the best looking hairstyle and stuff like that. And, you know, you can stay the way you are now. That that could be like a down the road thing. It does not necessarily, necessarily something you want to do right this minute, but you want to keep that in mind anyhow. Okay. Uh, um, next, you, you know, it, as a addendum to knows how to look his best. Uh, you also are stylish, but uniquely yourself. Like, you know how to be unique in your appearance. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, in that sense, it's more than just your appearance. It's also in your mannerisms and your style of speech. So you want to be unique. Like, there's nobody like you. So you are sort of making yourself irreplaceable um, in your ways of being, in your expressions, in your clothing and all of that stuff, like, there's only one of you. So even if you're not around anymore, she's not going to, you know, she sees anything that, that reminds you, her of you, it will remind her of you because there's not that much that shows up that's kind of like you. So you would be creating yourself as a top-of-mind uh, entity for her, whether you'll even make it or not. Yeah, Okay. But, you know, you see something, you be like, oh, man, it reminds me of somebody, right? So mm-hmm. you want to be somebody that's stylish enough that when they start thinking about you, you remind them of you. Um, it's it's at a higher level rather than that bum, you know, like that. Okay. All right. Then um, uh, you have your place is a place that women will want to keep coming back to. So you got a nice residence, you know, nice vehicle, um, you know, they don't mind coming by. Uh, they like to stay. So because, one, you know, uh, it's it's an opportunity for privacy and all the things that come from privacy. Um, mm-hmm. Two, um, they're less likely to be thinking about shopping around for other guys because they like, in addition to you, they like your place. Three, it's telling them that, that you are somebody who would be um, easy to live with versus maybe not as easy to live with. You know, you'll start having them think about what's it like to uh, to live with this man. Wow, he keeps his place neat. I don't have to worry about blah, 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 blah. Because they're always, listen, they're always thinking about the future, bro. So, <laughs> <laughs> and the hunter gets captured by the game, and they're the game. No, they're, they're yeah, no, uh, yeah, they're the game. Uh, and they will catch your ass if you still there, they let them. 
right? You know, they pretend to be the game, but really they're the hunter out hunting the hunter. So they're always looking for what's another good reason to want to keep you. Because they come from a scarcity mentality, man. So you got a nice place. That's just all the more reason. Because they know you know how to take care of yourself, which means you don't know how to take care of them. You know, there's a thousand different things that they're putting to the fact that you got a place that they would want to keep coming back to. And then um, last of this section is uh, you have a talent, a skill, or some knowledge that fast, that's fascinating to women. So... Um, you know, I hate to say what I'm about to say, but I'll just say it anyhow, that women are kind of like uh, monkeys when it comes to shiny things. They can't resist shiny things. <laughs> I hate to say it, and if I said that to a woman, she would get mad at me and deny it. But on the court, in action, unaware of the thought that somebody's seeing that or thinking that, you put some shiny stuff in front of home, a shiny car, a shiny jewel, a piece of jewelry, you know, something that's like pizzazz, pizzazz, pop, 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 pop. They'd be like, oh, oh my God, I got to check that out. They just can't resist, man, can't, right? So because of that, you want to have some kind of skill, some kind of knowledge, something that you're so great at that women like, that you could do it and never get thrown off by the beauty or the amazingness of the woman that you're with. So that's why singers and comedians are so popular, because they can sing their ass off no matter how nervous a woman would look, they can handle it, because mm-hmm. once they go singing, they know the woman's going to go weak in the knee, because that's the one thing they can do great. Comedians, same thing. You know, a, a musician playing the piano and the guitar. Women see a guy playing the guitar, and their panties are getting wet just watching him. He don't even have to sing. He don't even have to be a singer. Play. Right? So, you know, magicians, the same thing. So you want to find something that you're great at that women are fascinated by. Because they, they, it's magical, it looks great, and they can't figure it out. So that makes you that much more accomplished, that much more successful in their mind. What I used to use was astrology. I would do women's horoscope charts. It gave me a second date, guaranteed a second date, because I would talk to them about their thing. And then, you know, it made them feel like they got related to, because I was, I, I know how to do their charts. So I'd be reading their chart, and I'd be like, I know stuff about them. They don't know about them. Mm-mm. They don't know that they were giving me their resume when they gave me their, their birth date, you know? <laughs> <laughs> And then I would tell them about themselves. They'd be like, oh, he understands me so well. And between being bold, being funny, and being amazing with the astrology, they'd be like, I don't know what happened, but I'm in the shower after that. We had, I don't know why my parents fell off, but I'm in the shower now. We had finished sex. And that's how that was going. You know, it's funny. <laughs> and um, so my question to you is, what um, do you know how to do that is that kind of fascinating. Hmm. I know how to do stuff, but I'm not sure if it would be all that fascinating. Okay. So you might want to think about it. We could, you know, see what you can come up with between now and next week. I'm just making that okay. up. Okay, homework assignment. I got it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so now I got a second one because as you were talking about about you know the place, a comfortable place. 
in terms of my apartment, it's like, okay, there's some adjustments I need to make there. So I'm, I was listing things, okay, this is, is what is something I know or know how to do. Which would fascinate. I like the word fascinate. That gives me the, the kind of scale to use. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. So, so um, because for them, it's like, I can't believe it. I have no way. I know I'll never be able to understand it, but I like it. Mm-hmm. And it's a reflection on you as being great. Women, when women are, are into us, they look at us as if we're this giant building, even if we're the same size, because, you know, we're the same height, but, but we're stronger than them. We're able to do things that they're not capable of doing or very, uh, very incapable of doing. Um, you know, so they think that we're, you know, buildings walking around when we're just, you know, human males. <laughs> you know? They see us in ways that we can't see ourselves. And we right. aren't, but uh, so they, that's why they either think of us as a uh, as a walking, talking uh, uh, a skyscraper or a frog. We're not humans to women. We're one or the other. And then they look at skyscraper or frog. <laughs> yeah, great choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're a skyscraper. Oh my god! Oh god! I don't know what to do, but I hope he likes me. Please keep me. That's what they think it or. This fucking bomb. Look at that, man. I kick him sand in his face and he won't even be able to do shit. Right. That's that's how it is. Okay. So, for the most part, you know. There are very few women that actually see men as the way men really are, but that's okay because um, even the women that see us who we are, they can't help but make us better, which is their greatest gift to us. They know how to make us better. They, mm-hmm. they have the capacity to make us better. Most right. of them don't know how. If they knew how, it would be amazing, but they don't, so it's okay. Most <laughs> of So, um, yeah, so, you know, you might want to try magic tricks, you know, card tricks like that, or, you know, you, you'll, you'll think of something, but it's got to be something that you're so good at that it doesn't matter, um, you know, um, whether or not they're um, scaring you, intimidating you, like you're so shaken by their beauty in there, and you want them so bad that you can't concentrate, which is totally how it happens. You know, like, oh, my God, I mean, do I have even a chance with her? You know, you go there, you should go into your fascinating uh, gift that will ground you and then turn the tables. So for me, nowadays, if I was going to use a fascinating gift, I would talk about relationships. Mm-hmm. Because I know relationships, you know, so well that if Jesus and the devil was standing in front of me, I'd still be at a rocket, you know. Right. Um, you know, and um, um, yeah. So you want to find something that's uh, going to be fascinating to women that you could do in your sleep. You could do even in tim- even while intimidated. So right. Okay. So that's the list of tools. That a man that women want has. Next, how he operates. Uh, this is going to be fascinating. This is going to be more details. You're going to be like, gee, um, okay. that was details. So uh, I'll run through the list and then I'll go through it again. Um, he operates patiently, intentionally, 
with integrity, unpredictably, plays hard to get, communicates and leads with body language, takes immediate action whenever the moment calls for it, and looks at what works and what doesn't work for him and makes adjustments. So, Great. It's a, a TMLP coach. I got that. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. That's good. Hey, no, seriously, a lot of those characteristics are there. But okay, go ahead. Or operating states. But okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So now you're going to want to know how to apply this to women, so we're going to talk about it. I mean, yeah, I know. Of all the things you said, it's like those are the ones I feel most comfortable with in terms of operating. But, yes, how does the director apply to women? That's what I had to get this kind of thing. Yeah. So patiently first. So um, women are emotional. And so um, they don't know how to determine. They don't know how to see. They cannot see how you're feeling. Right. Women cannot see how any other human being is feeling besides themselves. However, they know how to make you feel the way they want you to feel. So if they're unsure of, the, of, the, of how you're feeling and they're feeling insecure, they will try to get you either into an argument, into uh, you know, taking care of them, or whatever feeling they want you to feel, that they would feel comfortable with you feeling. Mm-hmm. They have this way of, the difference between how men operate and women operate is that men operate based off of their principles. You know, we have personal standards, whether we realize we have them or not, and we decide how we want to operate because something's showing up in front of us. We, we pause and we decide, and then we start taking action around it. <clears throat> women, um, uh, don't pause. What they do is manipulate. So a woman will um, either use uh, uh, flirting and, um, you know, uh, try to do things to, like, get you to like them or stuff like that, or um, they will uh, try to dominate you with emotional outbursts of various types, whether it's making you feel guilty, you know, angry, um, intimidated, you know, whatever. Um, the top three things that women need to do to, to manage and manipulate men is to um, either use sex, emotional outbursts, or listen the greatness out of you. Now, men have two things that they could dominate women by, uh, and one of them is going to surprise you very much. So one of them is resources. Like, we know how to manage resources. And we usually are the ones with it because that's what they want us to have anyhow. But the other part is silence. So women's brains move around sort of like a piece of paper in a 20-mile-per-hour wind zone. Okay. <laughs> How women's brains move. You think they're sitting there being quiet. No. Their brain is a tornado of activity. Women, only time a woman's brain stops running around like that is if they're either sitting there loving their baby um, or they're asleep. <laughs> their brain is on fire, man, every one of them, even the ones that look calm and relaxed. Brain's on fire. And so um, you being patient will make them start doing things and saying things that they probably wouldn't because they, they, they can't stand you being you know, not, not reacting, like you're not doing what they think or what is it that you're doing or whatever, right? So um, 
you know, you being patient will make them start showing their hand more. And then you'll actually know what to do. Um, so take your time with your ladies. Sit there and let them be, uh, you know, let their brain squirm in your presence. And they'll talk themselves into liking you because they can't figure you out. So you must be pretty good. Um, so that's the first thing. Secondly, intentionally. So you can't be um, wishy-washy. You know, if you're playing basketball and you're shooting a jump shot, you got to use follow-through. You can't just throw it up and then when your hand is done, you're done. You actually have to do the follow-through. You know, you got to box out. You got to be intentional for the rebound. You got to be intentional. Everything you're doing, you're going for it, you know. Mm -hmm. And so the same thing with women because to them, that that occurs as masculine. Um, But for you, it occurs as freedom when you really know how to do that. I want to go grab me a glass of water. That's intentional. But if your whole life is about that, then they respect you as a man because that's what they think men do anyhow. You know, they see, you know, dad when he was three years old, when she was three years old, dad, you know, just went to the car. Dad just told her to sit down and and stop playing. Or dad just came and picked me up. Or, you know, dad didn't ask for anything. He just did what he did. And so I keep bringing up dad because that's their role model for how men are supposed to operate. Not like they want somebody like that, but they're relating to men as if, you know, dad and my girls in my life were like that, so why aren't you? Mm-hmm. You know, another thing about um, about being intentional is you're communicating to women that just because you're hot, that don't mean you can control me. <laughs> they love that because then in their world, you're strong like that, and you see more of them than just their attractiveness. Right. So, you know, you being intentional in your activities, in what you're doing, is telling them, yeah, you got you got great pussy, but what else you got? And they got to raise their level of uh, operating with you. They got to respect that. Uh, so that's another operational activity. Next, with integrity. I'm going to put integrity and unpredictability together, really, at this point, because women need to be able to trust you. But at the same time, they don't want to be able to predict your moves and what you're going to do. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you have to learn the formula for being predictable, for for being trustworthy but unpredictable. So you ready? Okay. Here's here's the formula. You do what you say you're going to do, but you take your time deciding what you will and won't do. Uh-huh. So if you say you're going to do something, you do it. Right. But you're not obligated to accept any invitations or requests. Okay. Right? So, nah, I don't want to do that. You know, you're unpredictable. I thought you would want to do that. Why not? Don't want to do it. And, you know, like that, right? And then when you want to do something, you do it, and you blow her mind with your incredible integrity. And so she can trust you. She just can't figure out what you're going to say to one minute to the next. Okay. That drives them crazy, and they love it, but they don't know that they love it. Because when they get you to say yes, they're like, yippee, ha, <laughs> I say yes, yeah. In the meantime, you're like, <laughs> I got this handled. <laughs> I'm the man. 
And even if you're not saying that to yourself, they're thinking that subconsciously. Mm-hmm. Like they're reacting to it like, finally got him to do something. Wow. But then they can trust you to do it because whenever you do something, you actually do do it. So that's how you be. Uh, that's how you be trustworthy, but unpredictable. You cannot be predictable, man. You bore the shit out of them. There'll be nothing. There'll be nothing for them to think about. They can be boring to you. It won't bother you. We don't have a problem with women that are predictable. We actually kind of would like that some, you know. <laughs> yeah, it makes life a little easier for us. Yeah, yeah, but but women can't handle a, 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 a predictable guy. He is boring. So okay. So you want to do what you say you're gonna do? But you should you should feel free to be as arbitrary about what you will agree to or not. Okay. So yeah. So again, I gotta stress the unpredictability is in what you agree to or not, not yeah. whether you're gonna do it once you agree. You gotta got do it once you agree. Right. Okay. I got that. Great. Okay. Well, maybe even change up how I do it. I still oh, totally. <laughs> Oh, can't because, figure out my methodology. <laughs> yes, right, right. They're like, how the fuck? <laughs> huh? Wow, I don't know how he did that. That was amazing. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah, that's another thing you could do is how you accomplish it. Because I'm or, pretty good at that. It's like I can change. You know, I've had that talent even, you know, back when I had the consulting company. In fact, towards the end of Breakthrough Consulting Services, we were getting – contracts of companies that previously had a consulting company in there couldn't do the work. I came in, I figured out a way to do it because I see, I don't see just one pathway. You know, I, I, I kind of like have one of these, these broad minds where I see, okay, there's lots of different ways to do this. Sometimes I'll pick the easiest or, or something, but I can pick occasionally like, the one that, oh, this is the one that would be most impressive. It's like, how the hell did he get that? You know? <laughs> yep. Got it. Yeah, I like that. I, I never thought of that. I like that. You know, you can be unpredictable in what you say yes to and how you ex- execute. That's right. Love it. Love mm-hmm. it. Yeah. It's funny because I never thought of it, even though I know I, I know that's been true for me as well. You know. Yeah. So that's a good one. I like you, can, that. you can add that to your repertoire in these in these in these workshops. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah, listen, you know, like you know, like I know, when you're coaching and consulting, your clients teach you, and next thing you know, you're better the next time around. So that's right. There you go. By the way, I want to give you something I learned this Saturday. I was uh, working with the Youth at Risk uh, uh, pre course, mm-hmm. and uh, this one kid, he was like, a, he was not going to register. So I talked to him for about 15 minutes, and then I got to the bottom line. This was this was this is a new distinction. You ready? So I got that you're skeptical. I got that you don't believe any of this is going to work, but are you really a no or are you just skeptical? And he looked at me and he said, okay, so uh, where do I sign? (laughs) Well, that's a form of recreation. That's not bad. (laughs) Yeah. Like he's totally not going to believe any of this stuff, but he would like it to, to, to believe it. That's right. And that's why being skeptical is not necessarily being a no. It's two different things. He's he's skeptical but hopeful. Yeah, and so I'm bringing that to you. So, you know, it's an IL. You can have that conversation, you know, in your, in your in wherever you're at, really. But then we start as an introduction leader, you know. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, and then, you know, anywhere else in your life. So, um, uh, you know, talk about new stuff. That was, that was, that was powerful, man. <laughs> yeah. 
because I never distinguished that before for myself until in that conversation with him, you know? Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, okay, great. Next, uh, plays hard to get. Now, I already talked a little bit about how to play hard to get, which is to be unpredictable to what you say yes or no to. Mm-hmm. But you're not to be controlled. So, you know, your per, your general tendency is to be cooperative and, to, uh, you know, to be supportive and to put your woman first, right? Yes. Exactly. But, all, but all of those things make you um, easy to get to. Okay. It become easy. So I'm not saying don't do those things, but I'm saying that your unpredictability will make you be somebody who's a little bit harder to get. Like they got to prove themselves to you just as much as you got to prove yourself to them. They respect that. So you're going to have to put some metrics on them, some measures on them. Okay. You know, I'll give you an example. So this is a lady that I'm interested in who's a landmark graduate who's a, who was an introduction leader. I'm actually surprised because I'm like, you know, after Onique, I'm like, I'm not really interested in the landmark chicks, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that was, uh, man. So anyhow, um, you know, she says she's not interested in any boyfriend, but she keeps acting like she's interested in me being a boyfriend. Right. So, you know, I'm talking to her, and I'm like, hey, you know, I know you ain't interested in no boyfriend, but I'm going to tell you something. You keep doing this. One of the things, she's a fitness trainer and a model, right? So uh, she got it going on in a lot of ways. And um, um, so I'm looking at her, and I'm talking to her. I say, listen, you know, I, you, she wants to train me. She wants to get me in shape, which I'm willing to do it. I'm so willing to let her do that. You got no idea. I don't know how we're going to do it because she lives in Jersey. I live over here, right? But, um you know, if she does that, then um, I told her, you know, you give me a flat stomach, you're not going to be able to resist me. I'm just telling you, telling you, you know, we've got to be careful. I know you don't have a boyfriend, but, you know, we want the same things, and, you know, you call me all the time, we talk, you know, you got to be careful. You gotta, I want you to be responsible for yourself, right? So I'm, I'm playing hard to get, but I'm not playing hard to get. Like, I'm messing with her, you know, like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sitting her around a little bit. But, you know, I'm also letting her know, you know, I, I, I'm not, you know, uh, how can I say, I am not easy either. I'm keeping my eye on you, but I keep seeing good things. You know, I know about relationships, so, you know, but, you know, like, like I'm, I'm, I'm going back and forth with her in ways that seem to be working so far, you know. Um, so I'm playing hard to get by letting her know that I'm, I'm on to her game. And I'm not going to be a pushover, but, you know, when she finally breaks, Am I still gonna want you? It's where I'm kind of going with that, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. like, yeah. It's like, I, I, listen, you're gonna like me. You keep doing this, you're gonna, you're gonna want me. You, you know, you, I might, have to, I might have to call sexual harassment suit on you. So, you know, if you keep doing this up, yeah, right? I'm telling you. And she laughed. Are oh, you so funny? And then, which is, which is a tip that she's liking it, right? What I'm saying is, but when you like me, I don't know. I got to keep my eye on you. You know, you still got to pass my test anyhow. Is where I'm going with it. You know, so I'm, 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 in, I'm pulling her in and pushing her. I'm like a push me pull me at the same time. You know. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm being straight. I'm being intentional. I'm being patient. I'm operating with integrity, but I'm also unpredictable and being. I'm playing hard to get, um, with her to this point. You know, like I'm not. I'm not begging her. I'm not like, you know, please, please, please. I ain't doing that. We're just talking, and, and, and the conversation is going great and uh, uh, like that. So 
Um, but yeah, so I am. Let me see. Where else did I um, play hard to get? Um, um, if a woman was interested in me, I would operate on my terms. And if I was operating on my terms, then then she could manipulate me, which made me hard to get. Just matter of fact that she can't just smile at me and have me fall down on my knees begging for her 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 to accept me is almost guaranteed to make me occur as hard to get. Because I got standards. You got to meet my standards. I mean, come on, because that's what they're doing. So you want to approach it the same way that they do, which is, yeah, all right, but let me see if you meet all of my standards before we say, you know, let's do something here. So, you know, you want to want to drop your standards on her from time to time, you know? Is, okay. is this communicating? Yes, it is. All right, good, good. Just want to make sure, because I wasn't sure about my example. Um, but if you got it, good. I got it. Okay, good. Next, communicates and leads with body language. So anytime you could communicate something with body language rather than speaking, you should do that. Mm-hmm. So rather than say, hey, Sarah, come here, you can look at her, wave your finger, or smile and nod your head like, come over here with your head like that, or or something like that. Or, you know, if you're going through the door, open the door and put your hand forward in front of you so you can have her go without saying you go first, right? Mm-hmm. Anywhere you can use body language rather than talking works. Because people will communicate with you with the language that you communicate with them with. So, you know, if you're dancing, you grab her and bring her close to you, you know, unless she pushes you away, she's going to go with it, even though she might have initiated, might not have initiated at first. But if you did that, you're, you're telling her, come to me, come over here, without actually saying it. That's why women like a guy, don't ask me to kiss me, just kiss me. Because they don't want to say yes. So anytime you have an opportunity to use body language rather than words, voice, sound, you should do that because they will naturally lead, excuse me, naturally follow your lead. You'll be leading with that form of communication. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're walking down the street, grab her hand. She, unless she pulls away, hold on her hand, whatever. So use body language as often as possible. And you might only be able to use body language another 10% more than you already using it. But whenever you can use it, it works. It, it'll enhance your relationship because it'll give you, uh, you know, that leadership edge. Uh, have them feel like you're being manly. So, um, yeah. So, anyhow, so that's that. And then... Um, um, this is in line with what I just said, as well as operating intentionally, which is to take immediate action whenever the moment calls for it. So um, let's say you're at a club or a bar or a restaurant and this woman is looking at you. Um, you either want to take immediate action or you're going to decide immediately you're not going to take immediate action, but you can't sit on the fence because then you start looking like a wimp. God forbid I look like a wimp. Say it again. I said, God forbid I would look like a wimp. Yeah, we don't want that, bro. It's, 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 I, was a, I, w- I was a wimp when I was younger. I know what, what people think of that. Was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you see a woman and you're attracted to her and you look her in the eye and she looks at you back and it works, you should mm-hmm. just go right over there within 
two to three seconds, you should start. Within three yeah. seconds, you should start walking over to it. You did something like that in our first session, too. Yeah. yeah, so I'm saying it again, but this is not the only way. This is not the only way to demonstrate taking immediate action. Kissing her would be taking immediate action. Whatever things you think you need to do, you should just just do it. <laughs> okay, got that. Yeah, no, listen, it's better to apologize than to ask for permission. <laughs> okay. So just take it, and then she'll be like, oh. Chances are if the idea pops into your head anyhow, it's probably some form of mental telepathy where you got, like, the idea from her. Chances are. So, um, but, yeah, you want to take immediate action when the, if the moment calls for it. Come on, let's dance. Uh, let's go over here. Or whatever, like you know, you're being uh, masculine, and and she's thinking you're a leader when really what you're doing is you're just managing the environment. Like you're making, you're getting stuff done. You know, leadership is creating, you know, a new vision. You know, you're just making sure that everything continues to operate smoothly. Uh, emphasis on you know smoothly, meaning you know you being smooth. You know. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I got smooth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, you you should put that as a part of your persona. I okay, like I liked how you was being when you said that. That was I didn't even need to see you. Add smooth to your persona. It's a good look for you. It's a good sound for you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Women love smooth anyhow, so um, as I hear things to add to your persona, I'm going I'm to give it to you. But put that down, bro. Okay, I got them. Yeah, good. All right, so now um, it is 11-11. Uh, Those are the two sections I was going to go. If I do this this third session here, section here, it might go to 12, if you're okay uh, with it. No, I'm, I'm not okay with that because I, I, I want to check the status of the test that's running it was designed to take about an hour and 20 minutes, so I don't want to be losing too much on it. So Okay, 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 that's fine. So then, you know, this session will... Um, be a little short. Yeah, it'll, it'll be a little short. We'll, we'll start it uh, next week. Um, let me see if there's anything else I could tell you. Um, so the last piece of these five sections is uh-huh. um, why he gets laid. Now, that's an uh, important one. Uh, no, that's why I'm like, it's, it's, um, that's why we don't rush through it. We don't want to rush through that. It's an important one. We'll do that one next time. So we're not rushing. All right. Good, 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 good. That's what I said. You know, if I could do it now, but it would take to, I want to say about 12 noon when you say you don't want to spend that much time then we will just wait. So, uh, just letting you know that, uh, why he gets laid will be, uh, the next session and then we'll start, um, in with, uh, after that, the top 20 differences between men and women. Okay. Um, uh, because uh, you're going to want to know that because that's going to empower you even further um, around. And that's in, in, in the top 20 differences, it may take two sessions. Well, between those, between those two things, it's definitely going to take two sessions, maybe three, between why he gets laid and the top 20 differences. That might yeah. take three right then and there. But then... Um, you know, we'll still be on track. Yep. So. Okay. Now, do I have any other homework other than what is something that I know or know how to do, which would fascinate a woman? Um, yeah, you just want to, like, do a summary of, like, what you got out of this uh, session. And, okay. 
Um, and and uh, yeah, one more thing is uh, to um, begin looking at what what practices or ways of being you want to add to your persona. Okay. Right. So smooth is one, and you should look and see what else there is. Because oh, aren't you you actually just discovered that you actually know how to be unpredictable. You just didn't didn't know how to apply it to see that it had value. So right. so you do know how to be unpredictable. You might want to find more ways around that. Okay. You know, so, yeah, start looking at, um, you know, actors or, or students or, you know, people in the news or whatever, and if you see a way of being, uh, action or practice that they have that is, um, uh, you know, you like or would like to have, mm-hmm. and it's in the list and let's talk about it, you know. Okay. So, yeah, I, I really like that smooth part. That was that was that was smooth. Yo, that was smooth, bro. I'm just saying. <laughs> um. So okay, good. So we got a few minutes. Um, we don't. You know, I mean, we could cut out early. We got a few minutes. I just want to see is anything you want to bring up uh, around relationships or around anything else. Um, you know, just some general stuff. Not that occurs to me now. Okay, great. So. Uh, I'm going to give you something that I would normally give to you in, um, you know, the uh, follow-up program to this called Happily Ever After. These are the uh, the five things that get in the way of relationships and the six things you want to do in order for you to be uh, happily in the relationship of your dreams okay. with the partner of your dreams for more than 20 years. So the first thing you need to do, and I think I mentioned this, but I want to go about give a couple minutes to go into detail. This is extra. Is... Um, you want to know who you are inside and out, and you want to be with somebody who knows who they are inside and out. Now, that doesn't mean you don't know who you're going to be five years from now. It means you know what principles you live by, what works and doesn't work for you, and all that stuff right now. <clears throat> and you know yourself well enough to know when you're evolving like you know, like that. So you're never going to be a static human being, but um, you know, you'll be able to keep up with your own evolution uh, you'll be able to tell where you end and your partner begins or other people begin. And, you know, you'll actually even be able to see right through your partner uh, when you get that kind of knowing this to yourself. Okay. Um, so, you know, uh, okay, i got to give you another assignment, sorry. But it'll be a good one. Um, so I'm inviting you to write a list of things that you feel you need to have in a relationship. Okay. So, you know, you could call them standards, you know, you can call them needs, whatever they are. But um it's this but it's it has to be based on workability, not preference. Right. So, you know, for me I'll give you a couple of examples in my life. So for me, uh full disclosure, like no withholding is mm-hmm. a is more than a preference. It's a operational challenge. My relationships don't work. It's a workability issue when my woman ain't talking to me because my first love language is uh, words of affirmation or otherwise I call it communication. So love with somebody that's not that that it's not that we got to talk all the time though I like it, but if they if they're withholding information, it just doesn't work. Forget about whether I even like it or not. It's just down the relationship, right? Right. So, you know, so that doesn't work for me. 
uh, my second love language is touch, you know, which includes, you know, sex, right? I'm the kind of guy I want to have sex three, four times a week, maybe five. I can keep up with that. And But if my woman is a no, like she, once in a while, it's like, I don't have sex with you. That doesn't work. It so doesn't work that it's like uh, I can't put up with it. It's not even like a preference. It's like it, it's almost more than a need. It's like you can't be a no. That doesn't mean we won't always have sex when I want to have it. But you can't be like, I don't want to have sex with you. It's more like I can't, you know, it doesn't work for me to do that right now. I'm tired, but I'll get you in the morning or something like that, right? But, you know, you she got to be a yes and mm-hmm. at all times. So those are things about workability. Um, you know, so, like, you want to look at what works, what doesn't for you. Okay. You know, another thing that doesn't work for me is I can't be with somebody that's sloppier than me. I I know I'm not the neatest guy in the world, but I know how to be really neat when I want to be. Um, you know, because thank God for for landmark and being a facilities manager, I know how to make a place impeccable. I don't know, I don't usually feel like it, you know. But but if I'm with somebody that's sloppy than me, now I got to work behind her. I ain't got time for that. That does that just doesn't work. You know, uh, I learned that from somebody we both know. I ain't saying their name. So uh, <laughs> you want to create a list of must haves or or not even must haves. Um, it's it, but it is must-haves uh, because without it, it won't work for you. So you want to create that because that's one of the things you need to know. And by the way, um, must-haves are more important than deal breakers. What I mean by that is, if somebody has something that you would consider a deal breaker, you should say no. But if they have a deal breaker, but you've got other stuff around in your life that's important to you that works about you, you could possibly support them in dissolving that deal breaker, like smoking mm-hmm. or drinking or cheating. They could learn how to overcome that, and you still have something. And, I, and what reminds me of that is um, uh, A Beautiful Mind. You saw that movie, yes? Yes, I did. Yeah. So she loved him no matter what. And he had what anybody else would consider a deal breaker, man, mental issues, you know what I'm mm-hmm. like, How do you live with that? I don't know. So, um, and then... Uh, the last thing I'm going to tell you is you want to be with somebody who has the same highest aspirations for a relationship as you. So what that looks like is um, it's one of five things. I already know which one yours is, but you, you'll have to see it for yourself and whatnot. But uh, um, they either want to be somebody who uh, uh, wants to have a life of adventure together. Did I tell you this before? I don't think so. Keep going. Okay, good. Very good. Yeah, they want to have a life uh, uh, of adventure together, uh, a life of religion together, uh, a life of parenthood and family together, um, a uh, life of making a difference together, uh, or a life of survival together. That one sounds boring. <laughs> well, it is for most people. They like they trying to like you know make it to the next round. You know, it's yeah. like, but there's some people that don't have a highest aspiration. And yeah. uh, the people who don't register, actually, the only people that register into the landmark form and stay around landmark are people who want to make a difference. Their their highest aspiration for life is making a difference, but not everybody wants to make a difference. Right. You know, you got those other four, and um, you know, they just want to they just want to be comfortable, and you know, have all the things that life supposedly has to offer to them. That's it, right? And so yeah. there's lots of people like that. Um. But, you know, you want to find somebody that, that is a match for your vision because 
Then you'll be playing the game of life together. It won't be just about sex or I like you. You'll have a mission together. So um, between your must-haves and your highest aspiration for a relationship, you want to create that because that's your qualifying filter. Yeah. Okay. You know, that's, that's, that's critical, so you you want to know that. There's more to it, but that's another program. I was giving you this because we got a couple extra minutes, and we're just about done anyhow. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, good. So uh, anything you want to say in closing? Uh, no. Okay. Not here uh, for me to absorb, but, yeah, and yeah. a lot for me to work on here. Three homework <laughs> assignments. That's more than usual. But okay, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, good. When am I getting your homework back from you, Bob? Oh, boy. <laughs> Come well, on, I remember it's an ILP weekend this weekend, so that cuts uh-huh. off. Uh-huh. Um, i got to play the world's smallest violin with my fingers, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. How about Friday? Uh, oh. You ain't going to be able to do it Saturday or Sunday, so if you don't do it Friday, you end up doing it Monday, you know? Well, yeah. Well, that's too late for the for the Tuesday call I got. But, you know, I could work on the train going down and coming back, so I could get it here like Sunday night when I get home, uh, where it's Friday. It would be before I would, you know, it would be after I do my agreement in the city before I head over to Marisol to where I'm staying. So it's like, uh... Well, look, I'll shoot for Friday, and then Sunday would be the drop dead latest. Sunday when I get home. Okay. So, um, all right, cool. You know, and 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 the ride there and back, like your transportation time. How long yep. does it take? Uh, how long is the ride from uh, from home to Landmark? Oh, uh, well, because I drive to the Poughkeepsie train station and take Metro North, so it's about two hours on the train. So oh, please, man. I'm 45 minutes to get to the train station, but I'm driving, so I can't really be doing anything then. Right, 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 right. But um, the, uh, what, you, what you could do is be listening to the session on the train, on, on the ride down, so it could prepare you better for your assignment when you get on the train. That's if you want to do that, it's up to you, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, that's true. I could do that. Yeah, be a speakerphone. Right, okay, fine. Mm-hmm. That way you can listen to the session, and then you could, you know, by, when you get on the train, you're already mentally locked into this conversation? Yes. And uh, the odds are you could do this assignment in way less than two hours, bro, if you actually, like, locked into it. Like, if you walked away from it now and you started doing it now, you'd probably be able to knock out at least half of it right this minute because yeah. you're okay. in the conversation, you know what I mean? So. Yeah. Okay. Just something to think about, man. Yeah, Yeah. no, I like it. That, that works. Right. Okay. Cool. Yo, dude, it's been a pleasure. Chit-chat with you later, man. Okay, have a have a safe trip to Philadelphia. Yep, we'll do and I'll even have a safe trip back. <laughs> <laughs> Good. All right. <laughs> Talk to you later, man. All right. Bye. All right.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.